with limp black hair and a limp black robe. When he shook his head, the ends of his hair waved like the tassels on the dress of a flapper, dancing at a funeral. Tyler asked, What do you mean? Did you fight? Tyler and Jeff were the other two members of the contingent from the small town of Ledchurch. Tyler was one of the few black men who had ever found the file and used it to go to medieval England instead of, say, ancient Morocco. Jeff was a slightly built man with black hair and a brilliant mind. He had been a successful engineer before finding the file. Jeff and Tyler were good friends with Philip and even better friends with Gary. They usually spent a great deal of time hanging around with Gary because he was fun and his place was something of a party house, or in his case, a party skull-shaped cave. They had deliberately kept their distance since Gary had been assigned his trainee. We didn't fight. Nothing like that, Gary said. He looked to the far end of the table. The trainee being initiated was sitting at the head of the table, being lightly brainwashed by the chairman of the wizards, Merlin, as was also the custom. The lead church wizards were sitting at the far end of the banquet table, and Philip was taking periodic breaks from the conversation to glare at Merlin, his face a mask of loathing and scorn. Again, this was the custom. It's just, Gary struggled. Our senses of humor didn't really mesh. Jeff said, So he didn't think you were funny. Big deal. Neither do I most of the time. No, Gary said. It's not that he didn't think I was funny. It's that he thought I was funny at the wrong times. If I said or did something I thought was funny, it would just confuse him. But occasionally I'd say something serious and it would make him laugh. For example? Philip asked. When I told him that we could make it so we didn't need air or water, but we couldn't figure out how to not feel like we need them, he thought that was the funniest thing ever. I told him it would be horrible, and he said, so we don't do it to ourselves, just save it for someone else. He even wrote up a quick macro just to prove it could be done. It makes you invisible, too. He called it ghosting. I can see how that would make you uncomfortable. Philip said. Gary said, I know, right? Well, I wouldn't worry, Tyler said. It wouldn't work. Philip looked to the end of the table. Jimmy. Everyone called him Merlin, but to Philip, he'd always be Jimmy. Or that jackass Jimmy, if he was feeling particularly honest. Was leaning toward the trainee smiling broadly and chuckling as he said something Philip was certain wasn't funny. The trainee had dark brown hair and a face that was mostly nose. He wore a brand new chocolate brown robe. His staff leaned against the table, a varnished piece of wood as straight as a tent pole, topped with what appeared to be a red mushroom with white dots on the cap. The trainee looked on impassively as that jackass Jimmy laughed out loud and slapped the trainee on the shoulder. What's his name again? Philip asked. Todd, Gary answered. Where's he from? Phoenix, Arizona, 2005. Where'd he find the file? Tyler asked. He never said, Gary answered with a shrug. What do you mean, he never said? Jeff asked. 
When I say he never said, what I mean is that he, Todd, never said. I can't break it down any farther than that. Yeah, Jeff said, rolling his eyes. I get that. But didn't you ask? How could you spend nearly a month training the guy and never ask? I never said I didn't ask, Gary explained. I didn't say I never asked. I didn't never ask. I never didn't ask. Are you saying that you asked? Jeff asked. Gary said, I asked every day. I asked where he found the file. I asked why he'd come here. I asked if he'd gotten in trouble back in his time. Hell, I asked what he did for a living. All I ever got out of him was that he was from Phoenix from the year 2005. After that, he changed the subject. Eventually, I figured my job was to train him, not to write his biography. Philip looked back to the far end of the table.